0: is becoming more unglued by the day local consequences are now showing up we are seeing sky high gas prices higher food prices shortages and more how should you respond go to redpills.tv patriot that's redpill slash patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from my patriot supply
1: Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the noble shit-bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast most important hour, of your day.
0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That is Dr. Mark Sherwood, my guest for tonight. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, the infiltration of our social, our cultural, our academic, our political systems here in the United States, the only way to bring America to her knees. And we are joined by Dr. Mark Sherwood. What is up, Mark? How are we doing tonight?
2: Man, it's good to see you, as always. I appreciate being here. I always look forward to it.
0: As Likewise, man, likewise. And we were just talking before this. There's a yeah. lot of things happening in the world. Um, you're a former police officer. You're running for yeah. governor of Oklahoma. Um Gun reform is on the billet right now in Congress. We have the Supreme Court making a decision on the 12th pertaining to uh, New York State's gun laws as unconstitutional or not unconstitutional. Everything is talking about the Second Amendment. We had the Uvalde shooting in Texas. There's a lot of uh, skepticism about what happened there. There's connections to the Buffalo shooting. What's your thoughts on what happened down in Texas? (laughs)
2: Well, that's a loaded question to start with. I love that. No, in a nutshell, um, I've been um, asked that several times, even on national news as recently as two days ago and even today a couple of times. And um, with my SWAT background, obviously I've trained in those scenarios before and I understand the dynamics at play. So what you have is when you have a mass shooter like that in a multiple victim uh, potential facility like a school, you obviously got to get there as fast as you can and the problem here with this one josh you've got multiple agencies that we don't know how they communicate with each other so we don't know what information they're given we don't know the information transfer and we don't know the information consolidation so who's in charge who's not etc what we do know is at this point this is what i've been told from good sources is a teacher propped open a door and the suspect entered into the door again not through the front facility like visible, but through a side door, classroom door. And so the police officers show up and the police officer's job in a situation like that. And I can speak to this is to gather as much information you can determine are there victims? Do they need medical attention? Where are they? Where is a suspect? What's he armed with? Is he barricaded in a room by himself? Very important or barricaded in a room with potential victims or with other hostages, right? So you look at this situation and it all boils down to a couple of different things. We have to set perimeters on the outer perimeter. That's going to be uh, keeping the parents out, right? Because you don't want them to become potential victims, right? So outer perimeter around the school. And then you have to set what's called an inner perimeter, which is, bar- is, is setting a perimeter around the classroom where the suspect is so that other classrooms are safe, become safe classrooms. And that gives you a point of um egress if you will to evacuate victims or get them some uh medical attention et cetera, in there and so then you have to determine is a suspect alone and it, or is he not alone and this is where it really changes and this is where the uh, lack of clarity from what I've been told in communication the time delay you know it looks terrible right it really does I'll omit that the optics are bad um but if this is me I'm not there, but this is me. If the suspect's in a room and there's potential victims in there, or it's a hostage or it's a, a hostage-taking situation, you have to get four or five guys. You have to breach that door. You have to go in immediately, and somebody's going to get shot, and it might be me. Mm-hmm. But somebody's going to take the bozo out, and you have to go in there to absolutely kill. And yes, I said that word: kill. You had to put a bullet right through that person's head so that they become a non-threat anymore. And that's what you have to do. Now, on the other hand, Josh, if the person is in there by themselves in a room, there's no victims in there, no hostages in there, you can stay there all day. You're not in a hurry. You don't breach the door. You don't provoke any more gunfire, and you save lives of even police officers, right? So there, there's two different ways to look at it. And, again, I don't know what happened. I think the, the important person to communicate with at this point, and I haven't heard a statement, is the commanding officer in charge. Did he receive what information or what information did he receive? I think that's very important. So those are just a few of my thoughts on it. And then um, obviously, man, you look at security issues in general. I've been asked that a lot. Do do, do guns cause the problem? Is taking away guns our answer? I I don't think so. I think the Second Amendment right needs to be preserved at all costs to um, maintain our first amendment rights for example and you know been asked the questions to teachers be armed if you are qualified and you feel confident certainly uh, yes that's not going to hurt anything um, but i do think that probably a one-way in with visible heavily armed security is not a bad idea i really do and then i think multiple routes of exit that are open to only an emergency situations, such as, you know, fire or something like that would be like a push of a button or something of that nature with the plan. But I, I get that idea from Israel. I was there probably 25 years ago and I saw a, a school classroom because we used to go perform in the schools, you know, and all that power team. And uh, in front of the schools, there was big fences, you know, um, uh, barbed wire tops and military guards with AR fifteen automatic rifles out front. And I wondered what that was. And I was told at that point in time, our kids are your our future. We will not let anyone hurt our children. So they were making it a matter of national security hmm. with their kids. So you know, interesting concepts, but the idea is to make learning schools a safe haven where this cannot, happen again in America, perhaps not giving our $40 billion to Ukraine, maybe we could donate a little bit towards our military and security and hire some people to specialize in school security to protect these young lives.
0: You know, I I agree 100 percent. I think that uh, if this was on the political agenda, this would have already have happened. Uh, The school district in particular that we're talking about, the whole county, uh, 2014, they had an event of a suspected uh, mass shooter two of them and right after that the funding came in from the federal government they beefed up their security they had six police officers security guards at that school they had controlled entry in they had fences surrounding the school um uh, and this person was uh, he started out across uh, outside of the fence i guess he got through the fence somehow and mm-hmm. this teacher propped the door open uh Who knows what was going through her mind? Uh, Maybe she was trying to get people inside. I don't know. Um, I would assume that they would have some type of automatic door shut lock system in place. Automatic lockdown. I know the schools out here. That's exactly what they have is when they push that button on lockdown, those doors close and there's no getting in or out of those doors are still propping them open. Teachers can't do it. Um, So there's 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 that. Um, And in the sense of the political sense, you're right. They could do something. We're giving 60 to 80 billion dollars a month to Ukraine. Okay. plus military arms, precision military arms. And we can't even defend our school and our children at home. We cannot even defend the border. It was a border patrol agent who rushed into the school and shot the shooter, not the tactical team, not the police officers. And I understand the role of the police officers in this situation. I understand uh, CQB. I understand how to go into these rooms, how to breach. I understand all that. And, And you're absolutely right on that. But. There is also six police officers in the school who did nothing. And uh, so so there's a lot of questions here. Right now, the police department is no longer cooperating with federal authorities. This was just announced a little while ago. Um, and I believe that the chief, chief of police is going to resign, something of that nature. Um, there's connections directly to this guy, this kid, this 18-year-old, um, mm. in an online Discord chat room. Of yeah. which is directly connected to a former FBI agent who lives in Texas that has direct connections to the F, the Buffalo shooter. And so this isn't a copycat event. This is an orchestrated event. Most likely two groomed children, groomed on online chat forums, radicalized. Uh, this kid had a, um, a, a, Dan, a Daniel Arms AR-15, M4, Style $2,500 gun. He had another high-level high, uh, high level AR-15, about a $1,500 gun. He had uh, about a 1,000 rounds in a magazine for every round. That's another $2,000 right there. He had a brand-new Ford F-250, $70,000 vehicle. Um, he had body armor. And so where does an 18-year-old who lives in poverty with his grandmother get that kind of money? And we start to see that this isn't something that necessarily would have happened naturally, at least in my opinion, would have happened naturally within our school systems. This is something that was perpetuated, that was manipulated, that was radicalized, and was done most likely for ideological or political intent to bring about various types of legislation, certain amounts of disgust in the country to bring about formative gun control in this country. And this is what they want. And this is what the Dems, the liberals, the radical left are pushing for. And even the Republicans in the house and the Senate are working with them on this.
2: Yeah, I'm very concerned about that. You know, all those things you mentioned, um, they're legitimate, significant questions that we need to get answered. Um, Obviously, my biggest concern is that this thing is done for political reasons to uh, generate attention away from the midterm elections and the November elections and all this to divert just like the leak of the Roe v Wade potential opinion I think was a, a potential diversion to distract us away from real, real issues uh look we've got uh, significant border security issues We've got issues of the government not even protecting our country, uh, going further and further in debt, um, lack of accountability, lack of trust. Nobody trusts them anymore. I don't. You don't. And we shouldn't. So I'm extremely concerned about this. And uh, my hope is that Governor Abbott and his staff in Texas, who I don't know, but it is this time right now, Let's understand what went on. Let's do a thorough investigation, track it back. And 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 Josh, this goes right back to something I'm very passionate about, this idea of state sovereignty, mm-hmm. you know, right? When you get the federal government so intertwined with these states, um, we've had problems. We've had problems since we gave them power, you know, over and over again. We shouldn't have, but yeah. we did. And when they get intertwined, the federal government gets involved. And I find that very troubling and you mentioned all those different potential linkages between the, the the vehicle and the amount of those arms the style of those arms the cost of those arms where do they get this you know look at the 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 young man's uh past history the past red flags they, they go. the beat goes on and on and um not okay if you have um, access to these online agendas that are going on you know why aren't we doing anything about them you know again that's a whole other issue where is the identifying investigative features of that? So man, this is a this is a minefield that's continued to unravel by the day. And I suspect there'll be many chapters of this book that are yet to be written that are still coming.
0: I 100 I percent agree. Now you mentioned state sovereignty. This is something that you're big on. This is something that no. I'm big on. This pertains to the Tenth Amendment, which was implemented into the United States Constitution. Basically, the Bill of Rights is a protective measure that is in negotiation of contract that the people formed a government to contract the government to preserve and defend their rights and freedoms. Mm-hmm. What is not preserved and defended within the Bill of Rights is therefore, or declared within the first articles, first, second, third articles of the Constitution, is therefore pertained to the Tenth Amendment, and those responsibilities are given to the states and the people, respectively. Now, right. state sovereignty or individualized sovereignty—the Tenth Amendment—is um, probably the one of the greatest things created by the United States Constitution. <clears throat> Just recently, we're hearing all of this news hype about the WHO treaty. And yeah. this is the the world health organization wants to take control of the global health community in the advent of another pandemic. We knew they were going to reach this for this. Joe Biden was suspected to sign the treaty. Although Joe Biden doesn't have the authority to enter into that treaty. That right. It have to be by Congress. But unfortunately this is where it gets interesting. You mentioned mentioned uh, justice Alito's leaking of the document. Now, this couldn't have happened at a better time because the reversal of Roe versus Wade, or at least a majority opinion, did not pertain whether abortion was good or bad or legal or illegal. Right. It was a, a it was a fact of whether the federal government has the right through the Constitution to interfere with an individual's health. And the majority opinion was the federal government does not have that authority. That falls to the 10th Amendment, which derives directly to the individual and their own personal sovereignty and decisions, as well as the state, to make that legislative change. Therefore, when it comes to this treaty with the WHO, Congress and Senate have no right to enter into it either because of that majority opinion.
2: Right. Yeah, that's right. And and you think about this. um, So if um, Biden... Uh, went into a illegitimate, unconstitutional, illegal treasonous treaty. Let's say he did. It, eventually, the the who does not have any authority in the states. They they don't. So the states could say, "You're not welcome here." Who do you think you are? Facetiously, yep. and they could be arrested uh, just by coming onto the property of these individual sovereign states. And so, it's incumbent upon the governor and the, um, the sheriffs of those counties in those particular states to really get a hold of this 10th Amendment idea and realize that you are a measure of protection against this idea of federal overreach, i.e. tyranny. And so the 10th Amendment is actually a preventive measure for tyranny developing and preventive to protect, if you will, the idea of freedom. So, you know, in both cases, and you know, even the Justice Lito opinion is going to you know, it was an opinion. Yep. It was, it was never a law. They tried to make it a law this year but it didn't work. Um barely failed in the Senate, but it's still a state issue. Yep. So, my hope and prayer is that people will learn something by what's happening and and tune in to like Red Pill Project or whatever media list to for some truth. And this is basic Constitution 101 right here and people do not know that Josh they don't know and as I've traveled around the state of Oklahoma this campaign most politicians don't know it they do not and that's a shocking statement but they don't they still believe that the federal government has all this power of the states and they just got to bow down to them and they just don't
0: mm-hmm. well it's an old system it's the old guard system it's it's why they have the good old boys club in all these states that's why they cheat on all their elections whether they're de- democrats or republicans we just witnessed that in georgia with uh campy and uh yeah. you know renominated for the uh the republican primary there is no way in hell that man got over 200,000 let alone 700,000 votes um and so w- we're seeing this fast movement towards totalitarianism we're seeing this happen uh at an incredibly fast pace um i've been talking about this mark for about two years now i call it the global firestorm event this is a series of events will happen in succession um all typically within a six-month period and i've been warning people about this for two years no one else was talking about it no one else was saying it i was saying this in november of 2020 And I was saying their next step in their playbook is they're going to produce social disruption, social and cultural disruptions, political instability at the state, the local and the federal level. They're going to produce certain matters that are going to be perpetuated into the public that are going to destabilize left versus right. They're going to bring about attacks on our infrastructure. We're seeing all these fires all over the place. Oil refineries, um, coal, gas. Um, food processing, manufacturing, and distribution. I said we're going to see supply chain crunches. We're going to see attacks on infrastructure again. And this is transportation. This is diesel fuel. Supply chain crunches. Food, famine. They want you sick, homeless, poor, hungry, on the streets and begging the federal government for help. I that's said right. that we're gonna see a housing moratorium end and people are gonna start losing their houses. Two hundred and twenty percent is the increased rate of the number of foreclosures since January of two thousand twenty two in this country. That's because of the housing moratorium that happened during COVID. Then I said we're gonna have a global financial collapse. We already see this one coming. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, and World War Three. And that's all is happening right now. I'm not a prophet. I'm not psychic. I know their playbook. I understand what these people do. So you're going to win your primary next month. And it's just, just less than a month, the primary in Oklahoma. You're, you're ranking second in most polls, first in a lot of the polls. Mm-hmm. You are, are polling excellently. You have an, an excellent chance. And I believe that you're going to be the next governor of Oklahoma. So take us from here. What do you do knowing all this?
2: Well, obviously, we have to begin to re-educate the community, the the entirety of the state of Oklahoma, the populace, to understand that we, the people, have a voice, and we, the people, hold the power, and we, the people, need to rise up and speak up so our voices can be heard, and the government, including state government, needs to get smaller. So that's the overall overarching theme, and when we do that, we have to squeeze the legislatures, and I mean squeeze them from my voice speaking the people's heart and the people's voice rising up and calling their legislators, calling the representatives, calling their senators and saying, this is what we want as far as bills. And then the legislatures, because they're voted in by the people, remember the people's voice is heard. They will present those bills. I will sign them. We'll make them into law. We will hold the line regarding federal overreach. Josh, we will not bow down at all. I desire to Put the wheels in motion to make Oklahoma an economically independent state, agriculturally independent state, energy independent state. We have the resources here to do it and again as you stated there is a global reset taking place to provide to it's going to try to do infrastructure disaster and sabotage to get us where we cannot exist and we have to prepare for that right now with proactive and prehabilitative solutions. And this is part of the plan we put into motion. And it's, it's a radical plan, but Josh radical steps have to take place in radical times. And yeah. we're at that place. Now we're on the edge, perilously close to losing everything we know that is this Republic on which we stand. And, and I'm extremely concerned. And I do feel like in my heart that down deep, my wife and I are the right people at the right time with the right courage to do this and rally the troops as we have been. And I think people are going to get behind that mission.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I think that uh, I, I've been saying it before is people need to rise up. They need to stand up. They need to speak up. They need to uh, remember what it means to be an American. They need to yeah. to put on their 1941 hats And go out there and understand that this is no longer about saving the sovereignty, the freedom, and the liberty for European nations. This is about saving the freedom, the sovereignty, and the liberties of this nation. This is about saving this country and what it truly does stand for. And whether that is a remodel of our institutions, our administrations, and our governments, uh, what I mean by remodel is a complete reset of them – get rid of all the laws, get rid of all the politicians, mm-hmm. it is a complete, clean, sweep, sweep, reset, um, then it needs to happen. I think it was Thomas Jefferson said that uh, the tree of liberty should be refreshed from time to time with the blood of tyrants mm-hmm. and the blood of patriots, and that you yeah. should have a revolution every 100 years. And, you know, there there's no, there's no dancing around it. Our no. founding fathers understood when they said in the Declaration of Independence that when a government becomes destructive to a means it is the right of the people to remove it or replace it
2: that's right they
0: did not mean by hey guys it's time to get out there let's uh, mm-hmm. you guys need to move aside they you meant they meant it's time lock and load let's go take these sobs out and in- implement a new government that's what yep. they were talking about. This is why we have the 2nd Amendment. This is the pertinent aspect of the 2nd Amendment. A lot of uh, a lot of constitutional law lawyers will tell you this is that you have references directly from the Declaration of Independence directly into the United States Constitution. Um yeah. and a lot of these come from the Articles of Confederation so forth and they go in but is our forefathers were not messing around. And I want the people of America to know this. I want the politicians to know this. I want the globalists to know this. That America isn't messing around. No. That, that, that we're, we're here, and we're not going anywhere. And we have more guns than any standing army in this world. And we know how to use them. And we will defend this republic. We will save this republic. And you're not taking it from us, no matter how many of us you kill. I mean, what else no. am I supposed to say, right? I mean, that's the truth in the matter.
2: No, you. well said. I mean, I have traveled around this state and even around the country, and I have seen patriotism rise up, Josh, like I've never experienced in my lifetime. I've looked people in the eye. I've seen their passion. I've seen that fire. I've seen that um, anxiousness that says, I'm not backing down this time. I'm not playing anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm tired. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of the corruptness. I'm tired of the tyranny and I will not back down this time. I've seen that, and I've seen that we the people rise up at a place which is extremely humbling, it is um, overwhelming, and is so encouraging. Mm -hmm. And you're right on that. There is no way, no how. Our republic may change a little bit, but the American people, are going to maintain it. I guarantee you, because there's the will of the people and the will of the American people that really understand what you just said will not be broken.
0: 100% agree with you, Mark. Mark, what do you have coming up and how can we support you?
2: Yeah, lots of events coming up. Go to Sherwood2022.com. We have our website there, Issues, Events Coming Up app. Uh, If you want to go to the the clinic, we're still helping people that every day, Josh, Sherwood.tv forward slash R pep for red pill project and just you know we have a a way that they know they come from here it's awesome and uh, we have a bunch of events coming up Uh, june the 11th is one of our biggest events coming up here in two weeks we're actually going to have billy falcon who sings the song never surrender he's actually bon jovi's songwriter and he has got an amazing story uh, he sings patriotic Christian acoustic guitars. Got a great voice. Y'all look him up sometime. YouTube, Billy Falcon, Never Surrender. Powerful stuff. But he's coming in to do a concert for us, which is That's really cool. cool. So we're excited about that.
0: Very cool, Mark. Well, I appreciate your time with us tonight. So uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, appreciate you more than you could know, and we're gonna, definitely going to talk here very shortly, probably this week. I know we are. Oh, yeah. Um. And so much appreciated, guys. Go to uh, Sherwood. What is it? Sherwood 2020 dot com.
2: Yep. yep. Sherwood 2022 dot com.
0: Sherwood 2022 dot com. Check that out, guys. We'll be right back in just one minute with more of the news and the events of the day. And we are back with the Red Pill Projects Daily. I almost said the Dark Delight Show. That's funny. Um, but we're back with the Dark Delight Show. No, <laughs> Red oh, Pill great Project
1: today, by the way.
0: Yeah. If you didn't get to check it out, please go check it out. Download it. Um, I had a nice, what, 45-minute monologue?
1: Yeah, it was good stuff.
0: It was good stuff. I, I, I talked a lot of truth in that one. There was not much news. It's more of my just my my soapbox to say what I want, and uh, I kind of vented a lot, but it was really, really good show. Excuse me, and thank you so much for Mark Sherwood for joining us. A few reminders before we get into the news and the events, that's Vince Tagliavia, he is the host of Morning Coffee along with Andrea Kreft, and, uh, well it's actually Andrea Kreft and then Vince Tagliavia, she's the host, Uh, he's just a co-host, that's right understand that and then <laughs> and then he's also the host of makes you think on saturday nights and so uh, a few announcements we have the battle of the streams going on this is a way for you guys to help support everything that we do here helping support the red pill project alternative media uh, this battle of the streams goes from rumble d live and pilled it's a competition and we're thinking of a stream event as a prize for the winners I think last month we had a winner This month we're going to have a winner at the end of the month right now
1: I think and it's just this month
0: We're either going to do a private Zoom Or a live stream event for those viewers They have to be on the social red pill first In order to get that But then they have to We'll have to set up a group They can go in there Join the group Validate that they're on that network And then they can come in uh, We just got to set it all up But you just know that there is going to be like a, a you know, a, a, a kind of like a prize stream for that uh, open Q and A with just you guys. So much appreciated for all of your support on that. Do we have uh, Do we have some already going on right now, Vince? A little oh, bit. Some. Yeah. Oh you know, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, that. Everyone's been having a great <clears throat> half hour with Mark Sherwood. It's good to hear from him. It's been a while.
0: Yeah. So RPG 3573 donated two lemons. Thank you so much, RPG. Fluff 420 donated one diamond. Uh, thank you so much, Fluff. Yay, donated one diamond. Hey, fam, this is funny, Fluffy. I guess they're having a conversation about Fluffy 420 over there. Mr. Uh, Mister Tommy New Yorker. Black Jester 101 <laughs> just donated one ice cream. Thank oh, you so much, no. Black Jester. Yo, 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 yay, Alabama. Uh, Alabama lady donated one diamond. I smell bullshit. Uh, thank you so much, yay and Alabama lady. Yay donated uh, one diamond. Bullshit, as Joss says, I called it. Yep, I do call it. And I called a lot of stuff today as well. Um, yay donated one lemon. Thank you so much, yay. Black Jester, one ice cream. Yay, one ice cream. Yay, three lemons. Grits, one twenty two lemons. Thank you so much, Grits. Yay, gifted five one-month subscriptions to users in the channel. Yay, you're rocking it today. Thank you so much, yay. Uh, Grits, 391, 391, one ice cream. Whoa, okay uh woke expect black jester one-on-one donated one ice cream thank you grits and woke or sorry black jester me brenda donated one diamond thank you ladies you guys are awesome bayonet one lemon yay one lemon bayonet again one lemon yay one lemon go d live me brenda one diamond enlightened science one diamond and so complete and total domination by d live tonight and they deserve it. They've been they've been kicking butt lately. So thank you guys for all that support. There's multiple ways that you guys can support what we do here, and it's so much appreciated. That's utilizing our sponsors, uh, whether it's uh, GetGoldToday.com, which is Dr. Kirk Elliott, Gold and Silver. I highly recommend it. Just make sure that you're letting them know that Josh Red Pill Project is the one that sent you. And if you are working with them, we'd love your feedback. Please send me a private message, an email, whatever it is, and give us your feedback on them if you are working with them, it's, even if it's. Just- they're awesome, much appreciated. Even if it's other types of feedback. And then uh, we have MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Guys, use that promo code RPP. I know a lot of influencers use these types of codes. Um, if you guys want to help support us, RPP, really easy. And then we have My Patriot Supply, which is one of the big ones right now. I'm telling you, stock up on that long-term and food, uh, short-term food storage. That's redpills.tv slash patriot. Vince is going to throw those links right there in the chat for you. Redpills.tv slash patriot. And go, you know, I just get the Alexa Pure water uh, purifier. Trust me, you're going to need it <laughs> because water wars are coming. Um, all right. And then Friday, conversations on the fringe. Um, Sharon DeLaRose, who we had on a few weeks ago Was scheduled to be on again this Friday She had a flat tire In Oklahoma, she's driving an RV Around the country, awesome lady Um, But she can't make it And so we're either going to have a special guest And do open lines Or we're just going to have open lines So it might just be me and Vince Or me and somebody else, I don't know Or me and a special guest We're still figuring that one out But then we're going to have open lines So It'll be basically, you guys remember the conversations on the Fringe where we had open lines. It's going to be one of those again. It's going to be fun. Uh, So it'll be a great night. And then Mars Chronicles. This week we have uh, Michael Cremo, Forbidden Archaeology. We're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff. And He's also going to be on Fringe here in a few weeks. So really cool there. Heck yeah. Uh, What about you, Vince? What's new?
1: Oh, what's new? You know, nothing too much is new over here. I've been taking it easy, taking care of myself. Good. Uh, enjoying enjoying life to the best of my ability. Yeah. And uh, you know that's it and that's that.
0: So you know, watching the news today, we're going to get into a lot of news. We got a lot to cover. We got one hour to do it, so let's do it. Two thousand mules. Investigator Greg Phillips drops a bombshell. Investigators discovered multinational player and federal agencies involved in a ballot running operation. Multinational deal involving billions. Upon billions of dollars,
1: imagine that.
0: Yeah, so I mean, and then we had uh, True the Votes, Catherine Engelbrecht, and Greg Phillip presented evidence today of the 2020 election ballot trafficking in Yuma to uh, in Yuma and Maricopa counties on Tuesday afternoon. Their evidence is based on his historic documentary of the 2000 mules on the theft of the 2020 presidential election. True the Vote presented Republican members of the Arizona House and Senate. During the discussion, Greg Phillips explained geospatial technology, um, how geospatial technology works and how it is used by security and intelligence officials. Phillips also explained in depth how geospatial tracking works and how it is used frequently by law enforcement today. Greg Kelly explained how geotechnology can pinpoint individuals within three feet of drop boxes. Greg Phillips pointed out how leftist reporters like Arizona Central Sandra Smith at Fox News were lying about this to their audiences and so it's interesting this is the same thing i've said i've utilized this technology multiple times you can pinpoint it within and i said three feet one meter really easy
1: yeah i mean look at google maps look at pokemon go look at all this technology that we use every day that does this stuff with ease no questions asked hello
0: exactly oh one other announcement after dark chat tonight so 9, yes. 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time We have the After Dark Chat This is a live weekly Q&A With myself and other hosts um, The only way to get on it Is go to the Social Red Pill Once you're on the Social Red Pill You can choose a subscription Or just join for free Check it out um, the, I think all the subscriptions Have like two week free trials anyways Join it up And you can join in that live Q&A So I urge everybody to do that Because it's one of the places That we can kind of have to ourselves And talk and communicate But more on election stuff Greg Phillips was with Patel Patriot this last weekend on a podcast, uh-huh. and he mentioned that he was part or is part of a counterintelligence operation.
1: I heard about this interview.
0: Now, there was no saying that this was a military operation or associated with the government, but yeah. we know that certain figures within the truth movement who have made a lot of money off the truth movement, I'm not going to mention their names. They're, I think they're great people. Um, I think some of them are really good people, but one of them we do know has been in a sense building an army of intelligence is uh, is general Michael Flynn. And so people don't know this is behind the shadows behind the books. He's been building this kind of, uh, shadow intelligence, private shadow intelligence network, the, the, the take down the deep state. And so I have a feeling that he is somehow associated with this and that this might be the counterintelligence operation that they're talking about. And you remember when I I used to say this all the time when we talked about the cue boards and stuff, when they say military is the only way. Mm -hmm. Right. Why were we to presume that they meant active duty military and not in a sense the Back-level military that are prior service, who have formulated their own organizations, their own intelligence circuits. You have special operations communities. You have special intelligence communities. Once you're in the intelligence service, you're never out. Um, Then you have the brass services, right? Once you're military brass, you're never out of that camp, right? John Brennan held a security clearance multiple years after he was out of service. OK, why? Because they are still in the midst. They are still consultants. They are still contractors and they all communicate within each other amongst each other. And so we could see something be happening here that a group working in the shadows of patriots are really trying to save this country and operating in the shadows and that it, it's so secretive. That we don't even know.
1: Oh, I hope so, man.
0: Yep. Supreme Court Justice uh, Sam Alito blocked a, uh, officials from counting undated mail-in ballots. For now, after the Republican candidate for county judgeship took his election fight to the high court, David Ritter, who leads Democrat Zachary Cohen by 71 votes in their race for Lee County Court um, of Common Pleas, asked the high court in the filing to halt a lower court's decision that let officials count undated mail-in ballots requesting the justices decide whether the state election law runs afoul or federal law. The 3rd U.S. Court uh, Circuit Court of Appeals has set aside Pennsylvania's law requiring mail-in ballots to be dated inside, allowing potentially 257 undated ballots to be counted in the race between Mr. Ritter and Mr. Combe. Now, th- this is ridiculous.
1: How is this even a question?
0: I, I, that's right they they set aside the law in the first place
1: oh. rampant rampant
0: fraud it's it's gonna it, just wait till november you thought today oh. was a surprise wait till november fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me fool me three times watch the fuck out ah uh, I'm telling you. All right. 83% of Americans are belt tightening due to inflation pressures. Let's look at the numbers here. Let's go ahead and read these. You guys can look at my mug while I read this. The good news is that our country is opening up after, again, a severe disruptions caused by the pandemic. But there is a lingering impact. Sticker shock. Hmm, Yeah. Because of the pandemic, right? the U.S. economy is picking up steam as the Labor Department is reporting the fastest pace of inflation since 2008. In April, the index rose 4.2% compared to the same period last year. A recent survey found that 72% of those interviewed say that their income has not increased, while 86% of respondents say they are experiencing price increasing. This is taking place just as consumers are eager to be out and about and hopefully find some normalcy. Again, it is causing concern for many about the shopping for the rest of the year. Shopkick surveyed 19,000 consumers across the United States to gain insight into consumer awareness about price increases and what behavioral changes they may be taking to fight the accelerating inflation rates. The survey, which this report is based, was conducted between May 14th and May 17th, 2021. Here are some of the key findings. 77% of Americans were aware of the acceleration of the inflation rate. In fact, 54% were very concerned about it. 42% planned to tighten their budgets slightly. 41% planned to tighten their budgets significantly. 86% indicated they experienced price increases on everyday goods and services. Notably, they pointed out to groceries, 96%. Gas, 93%. Dining out, 57%, and clothing, 42%. In grocery stores, increases were noted up and down almost every aisle. Highest increases were seen in meat and seafood, 79%, followed by dairy products, 76%, fresh produce, 71%, and paper products, 66%. Consumers went on to mention beverages, cleaning supplies, personal care items, bread and bakery items, cereal, canned goods, snack items, pasta, and grains. Consumers have already been uh, been adjusting their shopping as a result of the inflationary pressures. 59% of respondents say they have switched to less expensive options. 69% say that brand names are not important in times like these. According to the report, 85% of Americans that were interviewed said the same at the start of the pandemic, citing price as being the most important factor shaping their decisions. Now, this is interesting because you notice how they tell you that we saw a 4.2% interest rate hike from this time last year. But they don't tell you the interest rate. Right? They tell yeah. you the amount up. So they take the lower of the two numbers. So the real interest rate that they're actually reporting was about 8.6%. And so last year it had been about 4.2%. But – The real key is that they're not calculating inflation correctly, and my good friend Kirk Elliott can tell you this, and that inflation is really about 26%. It's just now hitting the market. And see, one thing that you have is bonuses are usually something that are built in the salaries, and you should have a progressive bonus each year to basically hedge inflation. And so 85% of Americans said that they're not receiving an increase in pay. Businesses are charging more for products and services because of the overhead costs to basically provide those products and services, right? One of those overhead costs is salaries. The salaries aren't being adjusted, which means that the corporation's board of directors are profiting, taking more money, increasing their profit margins by the price of inflation. That's a little thing if you look at, you won't see unless you understand how those board meetings operate, is up, we're going to cut bonuses out, raises out. We'll leave people the same salary rate. We'll increase our prices because of our cost of production increase. But one of the small portions of that cost of production is the salaries. And so they're not compensating the salaries with the increase in, in um, price. Something to think about there. They don't love you. They don't care for you. Go home.
1: Nope. It's all about the numbers.
0: Seats taken.
1: Seats taken. Yeah, pretty much.
0: U.S. home prices surged over 20% since March of 2020. Case-Shiller Index. I can't read this article. It's Epoch Times. I don't have a subscription. But basically what you're seeing is you're seeing demand relatively high, okay? Supply relatively low, and you're seeing price skyrocket. Now, we said that the housing market's going to crash. What we meant by that, or at least what I meant by that, is people are going to lose their houses. No salaries are increasing. Inflation is increasing. Price of things are increasing. You have ballooning mortgage rates. You have ballooning interest rates. You have the highest increase in cost of everything. You have people paying back their deferred loans from the banks during the pandemic. That's going to cause a cascade event of multiple foreclosures, which is going to flood the market at the same time. When that happens, if it's not bought up by corporations, multinationalist China, all that flood of supply into the market will match that at demand and draw those prices down at the same time, producing a cascade event, which is a collapse. So, um, enjoy it while it lasts. I know that it sounds pretty nice that they've increased twenty two percent. Um, I would love to sell right now. I just I just don't have the uh the ability to pick up and go somewhere else and all this other stuff. It's unfortunate. Um But I like my house. I, I it's my it's comfy, it's cozy. I got good neighbors like Andy, right? Like <laughs> if shit went down we can shoot our way out. Right, we can train the neighborhood. We got some cops over here, some former military over here. Fight some zombies. Lots of Trump supporters. All around the neighborhood. Yeah, These zombies. uh yeah, that's the last of our concern. I got shovels. <laughs> got a high fence. Board up the windows. High fence. Don't have to worry about it. Eurozone inflation soars to new record over. Ukraine war. So in America, the inflation is blamed on the pandemic. In Europe, it's blamed on Ukraine war.
1: Yeah, and it's all <laughs> together blamed on Russia. Oh, yeah. Awesome.
0: Bankrupt oh, Sri Lanka is announced a massive tax hike on their people. Yeah. So uh, the value-added tax, the VAT tax, applied on almost all goods and services was raised from 8% to 12% with immediate effect, while corporate taxes were also increased from 24 to 30%. So, this is, um, you know, Sri Lanka trying to save themselves and save their ass, but it's too little, too late. They are probably the first victim of what we will call the Great Reset.
1: It's going to be interesting to see what happens to them.
0: Venezuela. That's what happens to him, Venezuela. Now, what are the conditions like in Venezuela? Well, they went and torched their prime minister's house, all of his vehicles in his mansion. They threw a politician's car off of the road. And what they're not reporting to you, okay, and this comes from people I know um, who have told me, people they know that are in Sri Lanka, firsthand accounts coming from them, um, that... They've killed multiple politicians. Brutally murdered them in the streets. Right. And this is happening everywhere. And so third world countries uh, will be first. Look at them as an example of what's going to happen here. Now, their crises started because they were unable to pay their debt. Once they were unable to pay their debt, energy skyrocketed and soared and also became limited in supply. Which means that they had rolling blackouts, no electricity. And that can be a problem. And so, we went over this article yesterday, rolling blackouts to affect over a billion people as the energy crisis worsens. Look, people, we don't have an energy crisis in this country. We don't have an energy crisis in this world. We have a fabricated, manipulated Crises perpetuated by a global elite who own all these corporations, companies, and governments. That's what we have. There's There's nothing short about energy in this world. Energy is abundant throughout the world, throughout the universe. These people want complete and total control. And they will do everything in their power to make sure they retain it, And sees it. Truth. I was going to say, Vince has nothing to say on that.
1: No, that's the truth, man. We have plenty of uh, resources. It's all manufactured.
0: Yep. Russian uh, Schreiber Bank says working as normal after being cut off from the SWIFT system.
1: This is a Russian bank.
0: It is. It is. And so they've been cut off from the SWIFT system, which allows for people that don't know, it's an intermeshing messaging system utilized through central banks uh, that basically transact, pay countries, large amounts of money, as well as provide overnight liquidity to smaller banks from central banks, um, monetary fund, all these types of things that basically allow businesses to keep on going. Well, I don't... Good. Yeah, go ahead and
1: finish that thought.
0: Well, the problem is for the Swiss system, is they're dependent upon fiat currency regulation. The moment that Russia went and put the ruble back on the gold standard, they changed everything. You can no yep. longer, no longer control them financially. Some People they're will buy. People they're will certainly buy their products. trying. Yep, people will buy their products, and they'll be able to buy people's products.
1: Do you remember when Russia went to pay its debt, and they wouldn't accept rubles? Mm-hmm and then eventually i think they accepted it i think like a month ago
0: well yeah no 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 that, it was two european nations they wouldn't accept the ruble and then russia put in an embargo on the oil to germany and then all of a sudden yeah. they accepted the ruble
1: well i think the us or another or one other debt that russia is trying to pay i was reading the other day that the u.s basically or whoever they're paying is going to say well even if you pay us with your currency if it doesn't reach the bank accounts of the people it doesn't matter you're going to default so they're trying to make them default after they pay it by not putting it into the accounts of the people it should go to but but i
0: want you to see something
1: here. <clears throat> i'm not sure if they made that payment yet i'll have to okay. look into it
0: but, but i also want you to see something here it's like Sri lanka right Sri Lanka is going through the great reset. Complete infrastructure collapse, right? Supply chain collapse, political collapse through destabilization, right? Energy crisis, famine, okay? Everything that I said, firestorm events, all happening right now in Sri Lanka.
1: Riots, looting.
0: That's right. All because they defaulted on their debt to the World Bank. Now, let me ask you this. They defaulted on their debt, and all of these problems arose after, of which people are dying, people are suffering, people don't have food or water, simply because of debt. Who the fuck do they owe money to that is allowing this to happen, allowing this country to be destabilized, to collapse, for people to die, children to starve? If it's the World Bank, if it's these world nations who are all getting together going, we need to save the world. We need to save the children. They're all suffering. We want to end world hunger. We want diversity, inclusion, and equity for everybody. But yet you have babies in Sri Lanka dying of starvation. You have people dying in the streets because of crime that is skyrocketing because there is no rules and regulations because the whole government is collapsed simply because they defaulted on their debt. Now, This is the difference. That's fiat currency. If Russia defaults on their debt, you want to know what happens to Russia? You're muted.
1: They're just on their own to do their own thing.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, world. I don't give a shit. We got our money. It's backed upon gold. People are accepting it. We can go out and buy goods and services from our allies. We don't need you.
1: We have food, we have water, we have coal, we have energy, we have electricity, we'll just, whatever.
0: Yeah, they're energy independent. They're, they're a nuclear powerhouse, probably one of the top three countries in the world, one of the largest economies in the world, okay? And they're about to take over Eastern Europe. Dude, if Russia, if, if well, you if you didn't reach your bank accounts, right, this is what they say to them. If it doesn't reach your bank accounts, and we'll consider the debt defaulted and Russia's like <laughs> yeah right like okay fine we'll keep our money you don't want it we'll keep it we'll use it to go buy some more arms and defeat this proxy war that's occurring in Ukraine speaking of proxy wars you know the the talk of of gun legislation is coming up massively these days. Oh, big time. I I want you to, I want to read a little something to you over Memorial day weekend in Chicago, 52 shot, 10 killed in Chicago, 52 shot, 10 killed. That's a mass shooting.
1: Yeah. Not a, not a peep. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably not on any of the mainstream media news outlets or A.K.A. fake news outlets. Nope.
0: Now at I learned I learned some statistics today, and Ooh. and I believe these numbers are correct. There's about 133,000 gun deaths a year in the United States of America that are reported in the the federal census reports. Wow. Okay. The majority of them, ninety percent of them. Are from suicides. Now, why are they adding suicides in the gun deaths? Gun violent, violent gun deaths?
1: Psychological warfare.
0: Well, that's right. They're manipulating the numbers.
1: Yeah, it's to give it a different... It's to make you believe. It's to, you know, make... uh, For those who assume that it's all from uh, crime or crime against other people or violence against others, um, it's to take advantage of people assuming that, yeah.
0: And so that now you're left with about 11,000, right? A little over 11,000.
1: Okay. Still a lot, but
0: out of those 11,000, about 5 to 600 of them are self-defense. Okay? So now we're like 105, right? Okay. Yeah. Out of that 105, uh, uh, another like what? 10% of that is police interactions, police killing criminals. Okay? Do you know what the majority of that 10,000 that's left is? Gangs? Gang on gang violence. So, the majority of the gun deaths in the United States of America are from suicides and gang on gang violence. A small, minute portion of that, less than 1% are school shootings. Less than 1% are violent crimes with a weapon. Now, we don't have a gun problem in the United States of America. Actually, we have we we do have a gun problem. You know what? I I take that back. We do have a gun problem in the United States of America. I'm not gonna lie, we have a gun problem in the United States of America. How so? We don't have enough people who have them and who know how to use them. (laughs) Yes. That's the gun problem in America. It's not enough. We don't have enough. We don't have enough ammo. And not a lot of people know how to shoot straight and utilize them correctly. That's the problem with guns in America. Amen, dude. Oh yeah, there is a certain there's about two hundred to three hundred of those as accidental shootings. Andrea, thank you. Three people shot one fatally after a high school graduation ceremony in New Orleans. Unfortunately, this failed to make the news.
1: They report what they what fits their agenda.
0: Uh, Glock's parent company is sued by woman shot in New York City subway attack. This isn't good. This is setting a very, very dangerous precedent. Um, hopefully the judge just lets this. Yeah, you're you're crazy. Um, yeah. But it's in New York City. So potentially I think that they're going to have some, oh my uh, gosh. some leeway on this.
1: They could really put a lot of gun companies out of business if this is the route they take.
0: That's right. Democrats to vote on six gun control uh, measures that wouldn't have prevented the Uvalde attack. Of course it wouldn't. Uh, Protecting Our Kids Act. That's yep, Look at that. What Way to use our kids. Protecting Our Kids Act. POCA. Those six include background checks for ghost guns, gun storage requirements for homes with minors present, additional pen- penalties for gun trafficking, and straw purchases, a bump stock ban, and a requirement that existing bump stocks be registered under the auspices of the National Firearms Act. The measure changes the definition of ghost guns so that a background check on such guns would be required going forward. These people, man. They See will the stop Second
1: Amendment. That's how I would respond See to that. See the Second Amendment. <laughs> Second yeah
0: second and then you spin around second (laughs) right pretty much man if I was Jim Jordan or somebody that's what I'd be doing I'd be like second what part of (laughs) shall not be infringed do you not understand seriously talking about uh, tyrants Trudeau government decriminalizes possession of hard drugs in BC okay this is what I want you guys to see Canada outright bans handguns as Biden targets nine millimeter ammo. Nine millimeter ammo. Trudeau government decriminalizes possession of hard drugs in BC. You remember what I was always saying about the firestorm event? Is you destabilize the social and cultural areas, the local communities, right? Yeah. Then what you do is you defund the police, you reduce their funding and you reduce the amount of manpower, you release prisoners, violent prisoners from jail, and then you pump drugs into the neighborhoods. And then you take away the ability for people to defend themselves.
1: Yeah, thanks to the U.S. border being wide open, there's a plethora of drugs to choose from when shit hits the fan for everybody in your community. It's going to be a lot of meth, there's going to be a lot of dope, there's going to be whatever, all kinds of whatever your favorite thing is, it's going to be there for you. Yep. And your neighbor. Dude, uh, seriously.
0: Yeah. Drugs
1: are going to go through the roof or uh, drug addictions. They if, already have.
0: If you, you want to know what your town or your city is going to look like, go stroll through downtown Denver or downtown Portland or downtown San Francisco. That is what they are trying to do. Oh, yeah. I saw uh, uh, Rosemary saying a false flag inbound. Yeah. Multiple false flags inbound. Expect a Uh, a summer of fireworks there is going to be false flags everywhere they are going to make it so your life is so miserable that you want the legislation that's where they're at right now uh house judiciary committee republicans are accusing democrats of acting like grandstanding texas gubernational candidate beta o'rourke by pursuing emergency gun control legislation this week uh Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler mimicked Mr. O'Rourke, a long-shot Democrat contender who grabbed headlines for crashing the Governor uh, Abbott's press conference last week. It's all for show. Um, he is just trying to do uh, his best Beto impre- impersonation. <laughs> and House GOP is calling this a infringement on the Second Amendment, which it is.
1: Yeah. As soon as they say anything regarding guns, unless it's like to your point of people need more guns and more training and all this, yeah, it's automatically ruled out based on the Second Amendment. There's so much unconstitutionality with even the way we live now. Imposing anything extra is just continuing to overstep.
0: Agreed. And you know what's interesting about the camping trip this year? For those who don't know, we have an annual camping trip coming up. It's at the end of July. I believe it's the 27th to the 31st. It's in Southern Colorado at the Great Sand Dunes. This is going to be the most well-armed campsite in the world. Just saying it. It's going to be pretty well-armed. Just saying They're all they're all constitutional concealed carry states that have re- reciprocity all the way through, so you're all good. Uh, the Uvalde Police Department um, and the Uvalde ISD Police Force are no longer cooperating with the te- the, the Texas DPS investigation into the massacre at Rob Elementary and the state's review of of the police response. So the police have decided that they're no longer going to cooperate with uh, the state of Texas.
1: Yeah, this gives me a bad feeling. Uh, Yeah, I don't think this is good. I don't think so. Definitely
0: not good. Well, it's showing that they're probably, they're seeking criminal intent, criminality. Why didn't you guys respond and all this other stuff? They didn't follow protocol. They didn't follow procedure. What happened to the six police officers in the school? There's all these questions. And if they know they're fucked and they're going to see prosecution, guess what? You're done. Yeah. yeah,
1: but you'd think that the feds would be in on it too. So maybe they're both kind of playing each other at the same time. I don't know.
0: Yeah, who knows?
1: You know? It's kind of complex. Is it even a federal issue?
0: Well, it's, this is a state issue. So, uh, as called, didn't I say this last week? I bet Michael Sussman's going to get acquitted. He's going yes. to found not guilty. Yes. And I gave my reasoning why. I gave my reasoning why, which was um, right here. The judge in the Sussman's case considered recusal after White uh, represented Lisa Page. This is Judge Cooper, an Obama appointee, um, who represented who is married to uh, lawyer Amy Jeffress, who represented lawyer Lisa Page, Lisa Page in a civil case. Um, she was also the top aide to Attorney General Eric Holder. We know the jury uh, was full of people who gave campaign contributions directly to Obama and Clinton. One of the jurors today was quoted by the Washington Times saying, There are bigger things that affect the nation than the possible lie to the FBI. If true, that is the type of statement that would have drawn a likely challenge from prosecutors in voir dire. This is from Jonathan um, Turley. So... One of the jurors said there are bigger things to affect the nation than a possible lie to the FBI, which means that you would have basically uh, a mistrial and this needs to go back to court. Michael Sussman found not guilty, acquitted of all charges. Um, and this is a big blow to the Durham investigation. As I said, what happened and um, listen. Precipice. Is coming. That's a good shirt. Mm. The precipice is coming. (laughs) That's a good one. Vince is writing it down. The precipice is coming. The precipice is coming, guys. I'm telling you, just wait. We just saw what happened in Georgia and Pennsylvania, okay? Yeah. They're stealing elections all over again. It's the Republicans and Democrats. Just wait till November. We think there's going to be a red wave. We think all these American first candidates are going to win. They're not. They are going to steal the living shit out of this election right in front of our faces. They're going to rub it into your noses and say, do something.
1: Yep. And then they're going to make you have a gender neutral bathroom in your house.
0: I already got a gender neutral bathroom in my house. I'm just—it's got the seat that goes up and down.
1: I'm just making a joke, but it's
0: got the seat that goes um, up and down. <laughs> it's gender neutral. Choose your gender. You got right. you got male, female, or no? Yeah, you got male, female, X, Y, Z, one, two, three. I mean, they, they all work <laughs> the same way. You know, you know that, that's a good way to talk to to someone who's transgender, is uh. What, what kind of toilet do you use?
1: <laughs> do you leave the soil, toilet seat up or down? No, 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 no no,
0: no, no, What? And so
1: are, are you going <laughs> like
0: to call for toilet reform? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, a toilet only yeah. has two positions, up or down, once for a male, once for a female. Are you going to call for toilet reform? What do you mean? Well, probably get a lot of if signatures
1: if for that out if here. If you're
0: an XYZ gender, if you're a non-binary... What do you do, like, hover over top of it and shit in the top lid or something? Like, right? Like, you're going to call for toilet reform. We need new toilets. These things are not gender appropriate.
1: Pretty much, man.
0: One day the government is going to knock on my door and you guys will never hear from me again. No. (laughs) I'm going to be taken away to some dark prison in Guantanamo. Yeah solitary i just make sure they put me in solitary
1: oh no dude solitary is terrible
0: i'm okay with it
1: probably grow a nice beard while you're in there yeah uh
0: Yikes. john Durham's next target is uh dashenko dashenko apparently is uh the next big target target being mm-hmm. against christopher Steele's primary subsource is igor dashenko this is where christopher Steele got his information from he lied to the fbi multiple times lied to um all the interrogations And so, yada, 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 who gives a shit? Like I said, he's going after small fish in a big game. People are like, just wait, man, it's going to get better. No, it's probably not, okay? Because, listen, this is the fucking swamp. This is the deep state. If you don't think that in all this time since October 2017, they haven't paid John Durham a visit in some hotel room or at his house with a piece of saran wrap over his face and a forty five to his skull, if you want to think that they can get to the, the president of the United States, that they can get to the highest level people in the world, but they can't get to John Durham, this is how they operate. Coercion. Violence. Threats of violence. Okay? And if you don't comply, they kill you and cover it up.
1: Or you kill yourself. They're literally One clean grooming. shot to the back yeah. of your head.
0: Yeah, two clean shots to the back of your head. They're literally grooming, former FBI agents are grooming 18-year-old kids online to go shoot up schools, and they're getting away with it. They're stealing a presidential election right in front of the American people's faces and getting away with it.
1: Yeah, they're being called out for their crimes in court and still getting away with it. Yep. It's that corrupt.
0: And so you know what? I, I, I look forward to see what John Durham has to bring and the small fries that he keeps in indicting. But at the end of the day, the only people that are going to save this country is not John Durham. It's not Donald Trump. It's you. It's you, the American citizen. See, we have to be Americans before we can save America. What does it mean to you to be American? What does it mean to you to be in the land of the free, the home of the brave? What, what does it mean? The word courage is French and it means from the heart. Okay, It doesn't mean like pumping out of your heart. It, it means the love of expression that derives from your heart. The love for life, for freedom, for liberty that causes you to abolish fear. What does it mean to you? That's what saves America. Because if it means nothing to you, if you think about it and you think there's nothing you can do, then we've already lost. Everybody can do their part. And in time, we will. But I'll tell you one thing. Is... I don't think that this is going to war. I don't think we're going to have a civil war in this country. I don't want a civil war in this country. But but darn it, they're trying to make it happen. They are doing everything in their power to push the right to a level of radicalization that produces a civil war. And I don't know what the what's going to come out of the precipice moment. It's coming. I don't know what's going to come out of it. But when it happens, Those good people of America, the quiet ones, the ones that just wanted to be left alone, the ones that you don't want to wake up in the middle of the night, the ones that you don't want to see in the dark alley, they're going to snap. And there's going to be a reckoning like you've never seen before. And I was on the Dark Delight show this morning, and we had a call, uh, one of our normal callers. Good guy, good dude. He's like, Josh, I'm kamikaze. I'm ready to go. You know, I'm older and I'm I'm just ready to go. And, you know, whenever this precipice moment comes from I'm ready to go. And he goes, I'm ready to go against the radical left. Right. And I said, no, you're not. Because that's not the enemy. The enemy is not an American citizen who has a different political ideology, a different religious ideology, or a different creed, race, or culture. That's your brethren. That's your ally. Your enemy is less than 3,000 people on this planet who want to see you gone. Your enemy is less than 3,000 people on this planet who are manufacturing and fabricating this whole facade, this whole illusion of crises. That's your enemy. And God help us If 7 billion people can't take out 3,000 people in this world, then we got a problem. That's the precipice.
1: I agree, dude. I agree 100% with
0: that. And think how easy it is now that you know that there's a finite number of them.
1: Yeah, and we really can't do this divided. We need to find common ground, unite, stick together. And grind through it. No reason to fight your neighbor. You need your neighbor.
0: Fuck, we got 15 minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of shit happening. What can we say?
0: (laughs) James Biden, prominently featured in emails with nephew Hunter, denies being Biden fixer in Rare Interview. Of course he denies it. Until the prosecution comes in, which will never happen because his brother's a frickin' president. Biden asked New Zealand Ardern for advice on extremist gun violence. He did, yes he did that's not the right article there we go we need your guidance biden praises authoritarian new zealand prime minister jacinda adern and do we have the video yes we do well, good morning everybody and uh it's good to see Where's- not so old
2: but a good friend here uh and uh, prime minister welcome to the white house that we last saw each other at the launch in the pacific framework which is i think a fairly big deal for all of us and uh We need your guidance, and we're, you know, it's a pleasure to see you in person. You
0: understand. She's got some bruising on those knees. Did her and Kamala go have a night out or something? Just saying.
1: Two bruised knees and two knees with dirt on them, Kamala.
0: Did you know that a U.S. Army reconnaissance plane landed in Uvalde just before the shooting and left just before the shooter was killed?
1: No. What
0: U.S. Army MC-12W recon plane, Ronin 34, um, tail number 12-00279, left Fort Hood, Killeen at 10.15 Central Time on 5.24, approached the Uvalde area 11.02, and flew over um, and entered a pattern at 11.16, and landed 11.25. At 12.48 p.m., the plane took off and returned to Fort Hood.
1: So was that where they had the switch that activated the microchip in the poor kid's skull or something? That's weird. Coincidence?
0: And Fort Hood is known for what? Gun violence? Well, firstly, how many – you remember all the deaths that were occur- occurring at Fort Hood?
1: Yeah, mysterious. Over the last few
0: years? Remember the first base shooting, the one, uh, one guy went crazy, shot all the people at Fort Hood? Okay, And then all of a sudden there was a whole bunch of random deaths at Fort Hood. Soldiers were dying everywhere. Yeah. Well, you know that's still going on. They just stopped reporting it. Yes. Okay. So in the last six months, you've had about 15 people die at Fort Hood on base. Okay. Um, one thing that people don't know about Fort Hood, and we learned this after the the original Fort Hood shooter, is that this is one of the psychological warfare training centers for the United States military. Gosh. So you might have actually been spot on with what you just said there. Not saying that the military would be intentionally doing this, but an operation ran by black ops or something like that. They would launch these types of aircraft out of those areas. I, I don't know.
1: Or Some kind of rogue element.
0: Yeah, let's just say it was a CIA op. And all we need to do is, hey, CIA op, this is classified. All we need to do is fly this plane over this area, transmit this signal, fly back. Oh man! Australia's biggest state begins fresh round of seized firearm destruction. This is why Joe Biden said that they need Ardean's help. It's because they're destroying all their firearms and confiscating them, and they want to know how to do that. (laughs) We can skip over that.
1: No way! No way! No how!
0: Uh, Chicago high schools to implement race-based grading system to equalize test scores among racial groups.
1: That's racist.
0: Traditional grading practices perpetuate inequalities and intensify the opportunity gap. Integrating equitable assessment and grading practices into all academic and elective courses requires a collaborative effort of team educators committed to improvements that benefit all students. Um, And so, yeah, this is uh, Wokeism (laughs) 101.
1: So next year, are we going to see articles like Asian people are just as good at math as... As white people and black people.
0: No, white people <laughs> and black people. Because they just adjust all the as, grades? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? Talk about grading on a curve. <laughs> dur, dur, dur. A plus. <laughs> They're so racist,
1: dude. This well, is college civilization Well, colleges are going to do this.
0: Yeah, colleges are doing <laughs> the same thing. I, I, idiocracy. Yep. This is the beginning of idiocracy. It was a documentary.
1: there's they're well, making this retarded on purpose.
0: Sorry, what was the I name of Brown, Browning? Brown, Bra, Brawny, I don't know. Brownie. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is important. Russia finds evidence of gruesome crimes in Ukraine. Red Cross keeping catalog of Ukrainian children with healthy organs. The Harvest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. According to the Russian investigators, the Ukrainian branch of the International Red Cross nonprofit organization has been accused of collecting and worrying catalog of local Ukrainian children with healthy organs in Maripal. Um Human trafficking and organ sales have been a blight in Ukraine for years, and the discovery of the Red Cross catalog for children to organs raises troubling questions about the international uh, nonprofit's role in the country. Uh, Vladimir Taranenko, the head of the Donetsk-based civic organization, People's Retinue, a volunteer movement that aids law enforcement in the Donetsk People's Republic, stated that Sunday the Republican Investigative Committee will investigate his accusations.
1: Very interesting.
0: You know what's even more interesting? What? Go to the cue boards. Red Cross.
1: Oh, Money laundering. Ukraine. Oh, my gosh.
0: It's all there, buddy. Just got to look. Ukraine suffer, suffers in the battlefield while pleading for U.S. arms. You know, I, I mentioned this yesterday. I wanted to mention it again. We're giving $80 billion mm-hmm. a month to Ukraine. Where's that money going? We're about uh, we're to all up the these, tap. Yeah, we're giving all these arms to Ukraine as well. And their soldiers have no supplies and no arms and ammunition. What is happening to this stuff? They're building an army and you weren't invited.
1: Oh, yeah. Aren't they trying to make an agreement, too, that leaves the tap open so they can just keep grabbing money at any time they want? Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're trying to go for here.
0: Yep. Uh, angry crowd chases the Italian Minister of Health. Shame mm-hmm. on you, murderer. You are a shit bastard. He was eventually saved by the police. People are waking up all over the world, man.
1: Not able to walk in the streets.
0: Yep. Soon they will never be, they will not be able to walk down the streets. Russian lawmaker and Putin ally Morozov suggests Russia could kidnap NATO defense minister at state interview. Let him do it. Fuck it. <laughs>
1: it's pretty funny. She's having all out war. I don't support any violence or war or anything, but the way that Russia is just going about and yes. like slyly doing that is hilarious to it's me. I want to go on. I know we're short on time and we still have the battle of the streams going.
0: Okay, Russia threatens to annihilate the U.S. with four II missiles over Ukraine proxy war. Russia state media threatened that President Vladimir Putin could destroy the entire east coast of the U.S. with just two Sarmat satan II nuclear missiles if the West continues to escalate the war in Russia. This came out earlier today. Uh, We talked about that one. Russia forces capture most of the last major holdout in Luhansk. Uh, this is the Maripol repeat. Russia is absolutely dominating and kicking the shit out of Ukraine, no matter what arms they don't receive and funding they don't receive from the U.S. government. China makes the second largest breach of Taiwan's air defense zone this year as a U.S. delegation. Visits, And if you remember the leaked audio from last week, the the DF-241s, that ru- that China plans on taking out U.S. naval and military assets in Taiwan when they invade before November. It's going to happen. We can skip that. We can skip that. Um, was there anything? Oh, shelter in place order given after chemical plants struck and besieged Ukrainian city. Now that was interesting, but what was even more interesting was this one. Shelter in place due to large fire at chemical plant in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, yeah.
1: Isn't that a trip? Thanks to the Twitter, our Twitter Twitter friends
0: for pointing these out. Knox Creek facility, uh, just southwest of downtown Omaha, would be uh, seen as far away as Monday evening, the Elkhorn River, completely burning down. Knox Creek, by the way, is a sealant that is very, very popular in automotive, in construction. And within repair of a lot of industry infrastructure, and so if you can't repair your stuff that you, if you can't repair your buildings. But you got to remember, all these buildings are burning down as well. So, uh, I, I did a little research on concrete. I don't know too much about it, but a lot of buildings are burning down. We talked about yesterday that the largest egg factory in the U.S. burned down just the other day. The Department of Homeland Security is announces a new office of environmental justice. (laughs) You can't make this shit up. Uh, the department of health and human services on Tuesday announced an office of environmental justice within the department to address climate related health issues, particularly affecting poor and marginalized Americans. Communism is here.
1: They stole justice.
0: And we'll talk more about a lot of these tomorrow, guys. Um, China is going to be utilizing emotion recognition technology. Uh, MasterCard, we said, is implementing biometrics into their uh, purchasing systems. An extremely deadly disease with a 30% death rate has been detected at two locations in Georgia. This is in, not Georgia, United States, but Georgia. um, Oh, no, this is in Georgia. This is Atlanta, Georgia. Um, And this is... uh, Eastern equine encephalitis.
1: Yeah, we went through this. This happens every year. They're just trying to scare the shit out of us.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Pfizer document reveals 82% of vaccinated pregnant women suffered miscarriages. Gosh. Um, we can uh, mysterious intergalactic forces pushing against the Milky Way galaxy. Of course. They still don't understand why. They still don't. We'll, we'll talk about more of that. And then one thing we'll also talk about on Saturday is the Egypt unveils trove of ancient artifacts found near Cairo, including a trove of, of uh, uh, mummies. And so we'll check all cool. that out Saturday. Let's go to uh, Battle of the Streams. And I think we are at Patriot Bird gifted a cookie. No stripping necessary. Thank you, Patriot Bird. Patriot Bird gifted a cookie. D-Live as a communist. Uh-oh. They want war. Rain gifted a cookie. Uh, cookie fight. Uh, Patriot Bird gifted a cookie. Don't fire your blanks when it counts. Rain gifted a cookie. Upside Dante's head. Score. Black Jester 101 is separated in one month. Substreak. Thank you so much, Black Jester, Rain, and Patriot Bird. Me, Brenda, donated one diamond love from Australia. Thank you so much, Me, Brenda. Me, Brenda, gifted one month subscription to Cow Gale. Awesome. Congrats, Cow Gale, and thank you, Me, Brenda. Me, Brenda, gifted a one month subscription to Nathaniel's Barbershop. Thank you so much, Me, Brenda. D donated one Ninja Genie. Awesome, D slet Thank you so much. Fluff420 donated one diamond. That dude's like Daddy Warbucks. He can afford more than I just, I know who he is. <laughs> oh, shit. Me, Brenda, gifted a one month subscription to uh to Rosemary, RMRM. Oh. Fluff420 donated one diamond. Yay, donated one diamond. Uh, D Live is D Place to Be for the Rip Pill Project family. Black Jester 101. Donated three ice creams. Thank you so much. Yay. Fluff and Black Jester. Grits, 39, 120. Donated two lemons. And the winner is Vince. D-Live. D-Live. Congrats, guys. Today. You guys deserve this one. Much respect. Guys, don't forget tonight, after dark chat, 9 p.m. In one hour from now, 9 p.m., Mountain Standard Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live Q&A. Uh, the information about that will be put out on a post in the social register. So please make sure that you are subscribed and if potentially have a subscription. Uh, much love, respect. God bless. We're going to see you guys tomorrow. Am I forgetting anything, Vince?
1: Yeah, if, you're, if you're up early and you want a little bit of news, watch Morning Coffee with Vince and Andrea tomorrow morning and then we'll be back tomorrow night. I want to talk about Russia more.
0: All I'm right. Sad this
1: is over, but thanks There's for having me.
0: No worries. We're going to talk more about it tomorrow. Much love, guys. Take care. God bless. We'll talk to you tomorrow.